TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I'm here to clear my name. People have been blaming me all week for what happened with Kane and Lita. It wasn't my fault. Talk about your Psalms. Talk about John 316. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show. My name is Miranda Morales. I am the queen of soft style, the ring announcer to the stars, the Twitterless heroine herself. And we are back for another week. Thank you so much for listening and now watching the Hashtag Miranda Show uh, through video recording capabilities. We live in the 21st century. It's a wonderful time to be alive. This is such this good is shit. Such good, such good really- shit. I was so ready just to, you know, I've, I've have so much and I'm actually looking at my dimples. I don't I don't watch myself as I talk a lot, you'd think, but I realize I have these little dimples and they're so cute. I was like really bummed out on my hair today, but now that I see these dimples, like come on now. Like how can you not? I would say this is a brand new record for our one of our podcasts going off the rails, but it's not. <laughs> it's not. No. A minute and 47 seconds is is pales in comparison to prior weeks. Yes, no. We've gone off the rails during the intro music. Like We've gone off the rails before music. pressing record. Before. That is also true. So, that is also true. Yeah. But you know, I mean, how how can you not it's it's a new element to this show which means way more distractions. That's what we are Especially good at here. Especially for me. For for yeah. Greg as well. And where are my manners? You may see this on the screen, but for those of you who are listening, and if this is your first time listening, welcome. But you may not know who this other gentleman is. You may say, why Why is he talking? Do you know him? Yes, I know him. He is one of my best friends. It's Greg DeMarco. That's me. I'm here. Ready to do a show. Ready to yeah. ready to record a podcast that is super organized and tight as can be. That's what we you do. You are just pulling back the curtain so much. This is a curtain and this is him pulling it back right now. Just to I lie, I cheat, I steal. It's because I'm lying. That's why I played that. Yes. That's he's just being sarcastic. I mean, if you can't no, hear lying. it in the tone of his voice, you can actually see it on his face through the video uh, recording of this. So please make sure we you are not only organized. <laughs> Blink twice if I didn't even say if what he just I blinked just blink twice. twice. That's the kind of relationship yes. we have. <laughs> so so let me explain. So so this is um, I'll, I'll detail the relationships in my life. So. The other day, I, I, you know, Arizona, stupid, shut down, all that stuff, right? So I go to the gym the other day because it closed and it opened and it closed, whatever. And I went there last Thursday and I texted my wife and I was just like, dude, there's a cop car here. I don't know what's going to happen. And my wife texts me back. I am not bailing you out. I text Miranda, (laughs) dude, there's a cop car here. She replies back, I have bail money. 
So this is who I surround myself with. I, I got to make sure that, that, you know, uh, I'm safe from all. Go- I, I got people holding me back. I got people pushing me forward and that's what life's all about. So, yeah. You always need to have the friend with bail money. I have that. I have a few friends. I got, you know, Greg, I would hope would have bail money for me. I have my, my other best friend, bestie, uh, who I know would have bail money for me if not were to be in the cell with me. I feel like that's probably where that's at. But we all need people in our lives that would uh, be there for us whenever, you know, something were to happen and you get arrested for going to your gym. Who knew? Right. That, Welcome that to Arizona. <laughs> Welcome to Arizona. Although they're not arresting the people. I think that's what they might go to. They might end up going to where if you go to the gym, you can get arrested. Right now, they're just going to cite the facility and charge them $2,500, which for a big gym, whatever. But the big gyms are the ones closing. It's the small ones that are that are trying to stay open. But whatever. Yeah. It's We've talked enough about that topic in prior weeks. Yes, we've talked about it a, a lot. And uh, yeah, I mean, well, you, you mentioned probably not on this show, on another show, probably the Greg DeMarco show. Uh, I, I am the woman of many um, names, taglines, uh, but you have one. You are the king, the kingpin of thechairshot.com. And uh, yeah. If- thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And if you don't know by now, now you know that this podcast is part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which is part of thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Yep. That means you can listen to this show and others such as uh, the Greg DeMarco show, uh, Pod is War. That's his show, Pod is War, uh, and other wrestling podcasts and a few non-wrestling podcasts such as the Three Man Weave and Bandwagon Nerd. So if you're interested in other things, which, I mean, we are. I know you mentioned uh, in another conversation how there are some wrestling fans that uh, when they're listening to a podcasts or maybe going to a uh, news source for information that maybe they don't always like to uh, get other content there. But come on. I mean, we like wrestling on top of other things, whether it's other TV shows or hobbies or sports or whatnot. Though wrestling is pretty much 90% of my time between watching it on TV, podcasting, watching it on my phone, uh, reading books or whatever it is it's a lot of our time it is too much honestly too much i'll I'll admit too much yeah yeah my clothing options are now becoming a lot more (laughs) expanding into wrestling whatever it is uh just know that the chair shot is your place for wrestling news analysis and opinions plus other great content both through podcasts and video so make sure you go and check out thecheershot.com. And if you want to support thecheershot.com, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash thecheershot to get your very own Cheershot t-shirt. If you are watching the video form of this podcast, you can see right now Greg DeMarco has two shirts, right? Well, now in front of him. They were behind him. Now they're in front of him. Both of them are the infamous 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 depending on who you who you talk to infamous tagline of the chairshot.com always use your head and there are over 25 t-shirts available different sizes colors logos all for you t-shirts start at 19.99 but if you want to spend a few extra dollars you can treat yourself and upgrade to a soft style t-shirt are you wiping your face with a t-shirt 
and he's on mute and no one can hear him. I, I heard me. Um, no, my, my skin is not oily. It's dry. So I'm feeling how soft my soft style t-shirt is. That's one way to do it. Yeah, there's there's because well, I'm wearing clothes, so I'm not gonna put it on. I mean, I get I, it's just not gonna work that way, Miranda. It's not gonna so work that way. But is, hey, you know what? It's soft enough for Greg to rub this shirt on his bears on his skin on his face, whatever that means. That means though, it's good enough for you. So go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot and order one, two, three shirts, however many shirts that you want. And you're going to be supporting the chair shot.com and looking good while doing so. So then uh, you go again to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot to get your chair shot t-shirt today. The chair shot.com. Always use your head. So that's where video adds a new wrinkle into the program that I, I we could have done that before, but you would have just been describing what I was doing and nobody could see it, but now they can see it at least on your show. Now they can see it. Yeah, no, I mean, we were weird before. Now we're just weird. Now everyone just knows. Basically. Now everybody knows. That's yeah. the only difference. By the way, the speaking of, of things that people should know, they know it's, it's Miranda. They know it's Greg. Uh, they don't know where they can follow us on social media though. Where can they do That's that? That's true. Yeah, I should, you know, really get to that. I was going to get there. You just, you know. I'm just producing. I'm just producing. It's all I'm doing is producing. It's just, that's that's also true. Uh, yes. So if you are interested in following the chair shot, that's one thing you didn't, did you? T- you did. I did. Uh, this time yeah, I did. did. There have been times yes, where I haven't. Sir. This week, she's referring to the Greg DeMarco show, which you will hear tomorrow because we reversed the schedule this week. And I did actually, I made a list this week because last week I didn't say the social media handle. This week I did. At Chairshot Media is the, the, the social yes. media handle for Chairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. And you can follow Greg at Chairshot Greg on all forms of social media. Me, myself, well, I'm the Twitterless heroine. So I am only available on Instagram and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda. Hashtag is spelled out. But feel free to follow us. Let us know what you think of this show, of Greg's show, the Greg DeMarco show, of the content that you see on thechairshot.com, of wrestling news that you hear about all over. I'll uh, tell you why it's not Let true. us know. That's what I do. All of it. Let us know all of it. And we are happy to hear from you. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can even email me, you know, email me, Greg DeMarco at the chairshot.com. Send me an email, go to the chairshot.com. My name's in the menu or just go to the chairshot.com forward slash Greg DeMarco. You can just click a link to email me, yell at me. Maybe you want to be a part of this crazy website that we have and whether it's wrestling whether it's sports entertainment sports or entertainment come on board we 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 are open to it you can just send me an email it's all there at the website go find it and we'll see what happens go fight win go fight now yes i, was, I got so inspired by your- card, bitches! by your fight club gym uh <laughs> We don't Jim talk Club. about it. We don't talk about Jim Jim Club crossfight crossfight. Yes, no, but I ended up. I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane. Everybody, strap in. I'm about to open the fucking window. 
That's too good. Like, and I, oh, good. That's one of those things where absence made the heart grow fonder because we didn't have it for so long when we switched from Blog Talk Radio to Skype and then Google Hangouts and now Zoom. Um, see, we don't just change the name of shows; we also change how we record them on a pre- oh yeah all the time basis. Uh, yeah, uh, you know because why stick with one thing? Anybody got time for that? I got old sound bites Mm-mm. for days, days. D's fucking Ambrose. Yeah, I had them all. That's a good one. We just had we just had the Fourth of July recently. Yeah, Yeah. so good. Oh man, we still are going to talk. I promise you that we we a small programming note uh, that the schedule for next week's show will look a little different. We are still figuring that out, uh, due to Greg going on vacation. Cause he has a life and stuff like it goes on. That is vacation. That's me next week, right? This is me next week by the pool. Not really. That's just me sitting by the pool. But uh, no, That's fine. your, your, your feed is, your, your feed is frozen on the, what the hell are you doing? Look that you had on your face. So that was good. It's fixed We're now. Unstable though. connection. It's your life. Which yeah, which is my life. Which is pretty much my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm envious of your vacation. I'm envious of your internet connectivity. I'm envious of your stable connections. I don't get any of those things. So look at this pouty face. All I have is my cute ass dimples. You know. <laughs> which apparently, that's, I might name this show "Cute Ass Dimples." I might have to do that. This week. We'll see. That's, that's all I got going for me. But you know what? I'm going to take it. Take it. You know, take it. Take what you can get, right? Take what, we do. what you can get. All right. So, last week. I'm trying to do... I'm trying... <laughs> the smoothest transition ever. So... The smooth... Last week. So, last week. Last week on the Hashtag Miranda Show, we previewed night one... <laughs> Of AEW, <laughs> oh we really God. need. We really need to say previously on the hashtag Miranda show. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! There's an even better one. Hang on. Previously, previously on the hashtag Miranda show. You're welcome. Wait, talk about your dimples again. <laughs> We're gonna talk about. Look how cute they are, though. me dave you know i play that but let's be honest like we record two shows on tuesday nights one of them is the greg demarco show the other one is the hashtag miranda show like vanity is obviously not something that we're worried about no no this is this is it's just more the madness setting in i thought that's what you were going to allude to that like after several hours of work and then, you know, uh, this type of content of just, you know, friends shooting the shit type of stuff. That, you know what? That, uh, let's let, let's let's just let's do a favor. What was the other content you recorded today? Tell people about it. Yes. So, well, outside of recording the Greg DeMarco show with you, I also work with Najir Chambers with Big Gold Belt Media. Big Gold Belt Media. You can find them online. Every week I do a review of impact wrestling of their weekly television product and myself and Najir go on video. We talk about our favorite moments of 
the episode and what it means for Impact Wrestling. Right now, we are on the road to Slammiversary. We are just two weeks away from the biggest night in Impact Wrestling. And there's a lot going on um, with Impact. Uh, they've been teasing, uh, possibly signing a lot of uh, former WWE talent, plus some TNA legends. So uh, if you are interested in getting your weekly dose of Impact Wrestling, go to Big Gold Belt Media. You can find them on all forms of social media and on YouTube. That's where I go to see the video content that Najir and I put together. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and it's fairly short. It's only about 30 some minutes. So we condense a lot of information. You know, Greg's laughing. 30 minutes. That's hilarious. Sounds amazing. Uh, that's so good, right? How does he only put up with me for 30 minutes and you have like hours? I don't know. Does it matter? I mean, even if the show is only 30 minutes, the putting up with you never ends. So it's just, <laughs> just, just oh, pulling man. back that curtain even more. That's also true. Yeah. No, you you and multiple uh, multiple people. <laughs> I was going to say multiple. Uh, why is that the consistent feedback I get from men in my life? I don't know. Like. Look in the mirror. Um, <laughs> if I'm in the mirror, I'm looking at these cute ass dimples and look at a little bit of a highlight there. This is actually my good side. Yeah, this is actually the good side. I would only do the show just looking from one side. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, and I did. And you know what? Let me just plug something else because it's my show and I get to do what I want. So on top of the uh, impact review, I do weekly with Najir uh, through Big Gold Belt Media. I also do a podcast on LuchaCentral.com. It is the Lucha Central weekly podcast with Dusty and Brendan, my two wonderful co-hosts. Um, and so that gets dropped every Friday um, through your multiple forms of podcast streaming, uh, iTunes, Spotify, uh, uh, pod bay speaker all of that and that is a podcast specifically focused on lucha libre we talk about everything that's happening in the world of lucha libre uh, especially in mexico with the large promotions such as AAA and cmll promotion mexico and then we cover the lucha libre scene in uh, wwe aew impact wrestling um, Ring of Honor, MLW, all of that. So if you are a fan of Lucha Libre or you're just interested, maybe you're curious on Lucha Libre, the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast is the show for you. It is also offered in Spanish. So for those of you who are bilingual, who maybe want to learn some Spanish, well, we don't do this show in Spanish. I was going to say, it's not the same show. show. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a it's different not the show. It's same show. It's with a different, different people. show, but it's yeah. done in Spanish. But just, you know, they're our sister show because we're both Lucha Central Weekly What's podcast. really funny, so I edit the Spanish-speaking show, which is really strange now that I think about it because I don't speak Spanish. But I've, I've, I figured out when they start the show and I figured out when they throw it to the to the weekly update. So, yeah, I've been able to learn enough to know when they do certain things and where to edit in certain things. So I edit a Spanish speaking show. And he doesn't know Spanish. Look, nope. this is the world. This is the world we live in. When 2020, 2020 started, Greg did not know he was also going to be producing podcasts that are <laughs> in Spanish nope. or even way more podcasts than he wanted to. But no, sure here didn't. he is. Here I am. Here the fuck I am. <laughs> and he didn't think, 
his gym was was going to be closed. But I wasn't even is. going to that gym in 2020. He started. didn't. Yeah, it was a mere true. thought that we had, and then everything closed. And oh, I don't even. This is this is going to turn into the most depressing show ever. Miranda has dimples. Everybody. All right, let's talk about – what are we talking about? Let's talk about Wednesday. <laughs> it's been 20 so, minutes of nothing. Yes. But a lot of, of nothing. Of nothing. You know what? Everyone who's listening, everyone who's watching, thank you. Big thank you for putting up with this for 20 minutes. It's just two friends just shooting the shit that happen to be recording a podcast uh, on uh, wrestling. I was going to say Lucha Libre. And my mind switched to Spanish for a that's, second. That's Maybe one of these days – one of these days I will do uh, – I, yeah, maybe I will teach you some Spanish. We'll take a hashtag Miranda show, and I will teach you lucha libre terminology. Oh my some goodness! Spanish words. That would be amazing. It will be, be like it'll be lots of fun for you. But it's not going to be this show, everyone. I I'm hope sorry. not. Yeah, I, no, I don't, we don't have time about that. We were actually going to be talking about some current events. So last week discussed week one. Okay, Miranda's frozen again. So I'm going to play this. Wednesday Night War, War, Adam Cole, NXT. I don't have any, any really good AEW sound bites that I can play, so yeah. I really don't have any AEW hasn't outside of Jim Ross saying dear God stay away from the dipping dots they haven't really had any good maybe some Jericho stuff could have worked but I have all the classics when it comes to Chris Jericho so maybe I can get a little bit uh, some new ones Jericho's commentary is is a gem I mean if we're gonna go straight into a little bit of a review of night one of both shows we'll just go straight into it Uh, and I have to admit so I had to choose when watching what to watch. I, I'm a channel flipper. It, it did bring back some really good memories of being 10 years old on Monday nights, going back and forth between WWF and WCW. I had a lot of these same feelings throughout week one uh, of Fighter Fest and the NXT Great American Bash because both shows felt very much as, as must-watch television. So I flipped back and forth, but I have to admit, that my clicker, remote, no one says clicker anymore. Oh my God. That's so cool. oh no, God. they don't. Okay. Oh my gosh. Just have a midlife crisis during a podcast. No one, no one prepared me for this. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> no one prepares you to have a midlife crisis on a podcast. Just, just keep going. Please. Just keep, keep talking. Yeah. It's okay. I did this and I was like, my God, my hand's huge. But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> It's just the camera, bro. It's just the camera. No, I have big hands. It's <laughs> trust me. People, are, oh my god, your hands are so big. Yeah, it's my life. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I have cute dimples, and you have big hands. What, what a combination there. So back to last week. Back to last week. I I primarily stayed on NXT. I have to admit, as much as I do enjoy watching AEW on a weekly basis, and last week I admitted I love dumb shit, and AEW caters to my love of dumb shit, I was more drawn to the wrestling on NXT. And I feel like that's a very consistent theme of NXTs, that anything they can make a lot of things entertaining. 
and and a few of the matches that I was not expecting to be entertained by actually were pretty fun to watch. So for NXT, one of the first matches that I remember being a pretty surprised of how good it, it was uh, was the I'm gonna pull up my notes was the Dexter Loomis Roderick Strong match. Um, and we last week talked about this one being kind of out of place for NXT that you mentioned, Greg, specifically that you thought that this match was should have actually been on AEW television. This is something that you expected out of AEW. And Dexter Loomis, Roderick Strong, they've had a little bit of a story over the past few weeks, uh, starting with Dexter uh, trapping, uh, locking um Roderick Strong in a trunk and Roderick Strong overcoming this fear. Uh, Roderick Strong still having a fear of Dexter Loomis and this kind of culminating in a strap match. One thing I have to admit is that I thought this match was pretty entertaining. I love Roderick Strong sold like a champ. And we talked about his wrestling ability and how this is, was a little surprising for someone who is such a fantastic wrestler to be in this type of stipula- stipulation match. But one thing I think he did really well was sell to Dexter Loomis really, really well. Um, and they took this fight all over the stage and one that surprised me in how entertaining it was. So a big congratulations to, uh, I mean, both men. I mean, Dexter Loomis won, but I do think like it, Roderick Strong was really the the star of this because it showcased a different side of, of his wrestling abilities. Were you able to watch this match? And if so, kind of what were just a few thoughts you had on it? Oh, yeah. NXT was the one that I watched first. And, and definitely pleasantly surprised by this match because you wouldn't expect it to be all that great. And it was, and I didn't expect, I shouldn't say you wouldn't expect it. I didn't expect it to be all that great. I thought it felt, thought it felt out of place, but yeah, Roddy was the star of the match as he usually is and has been for two decades now. Uh, and, and yeah, he made Dexter Loomis look great. And that's, uh, you know, all you can ask for out of, out of the guy who's going to lose. So, um, yeah, very well done. Another match that surprised me that I ended up enjoying a lot more than I thought it was the uh, Rhea Ripley versus Aaliyah and Robert Stone. Uh, when we talked about this last week, I did not actually think Robert Stone was going to be in the match, but then later on it was revealed it was actually a handicap match. That set has kind of silly written all over it, but I thought it showed a funner side to Rhea Ripley. You only seen her as this really focused monster in the ring. And she still did that, but in a much more playful way. I also thought this was hilarious work by Aaliyah and Robert Stone, uh, and which they've been doing a really good comedy duo act. Uh, Rhea, Rhea Ripley won this match. So she does not have to be part of the Robert Stone brand. So that leaves a, you know, a big question mark as to where this all leaves. But again, another entertaining match, one that I did not expect to like. So for the sake of time, because we're already 30 minutes into this program, um, I'll give you short, short ideas. I am officially a big fan of Aaliyah. Oh. Yes. Job well done. Very well. She she knows her role. She's playing it well. She's improved. Yeah. Big fan of Aaliyah. I don't know if she's knocking Mandy Rose off the pedestal yet, but it could happen. Mm, But uh, yeah. Interesting. Different topic for another show. Another time. Maybe same show. Another time. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? 
But uh, those those were just kind of those dark horses I did not expect to like. The rest of the card, fairly strong. Um, and the, the main event was one that I purposely, I knew I was going to watch that over the main event of Dynamite. I just knew. Yushirai, Sasha Banks, um, such a, a good match. I loved seeing Shades of Old Sasha coming in in that fancy car. Bailey right with her and her dog. I mean, come on. Like that, it screamed me all, all over with the entrance and the match. Um, was the the flag I kind of planted at the end of the night was I purposely made sure to watch uh, the end of NXT over AEW. Um, real quick, your thoughts on this on this particular match? So obviously the match was great. Match delivered. It was the main event. It deserved to be the main event. All that. I'm gonna blow your mind. You ready? Oh, you ready for me? Even though this is something I'm I'm willing to do all the time. Um, it's something you don't expect. I knew I was going to bring this up, but didn't want to tell you because, you know, I like the immediate response and surprise. Authenticity is, is my thing. So I'm ready to blow your mind. Are you ready to have your mind blown? Ready. I was completely wrong about Bailey. Ah. 100% completely wrong about Bailey. Bailey has proven to be capable, entertaining, bankable, everything. Um, yeah, Bailey has proven that a heel turn was all it took, and she is everything that that a lot of people have said she was when I didn't see it and more. So, yep, I was wrong about Bailey. No, I was too. I've been thinking about this for a few weeks now because in a previous episode of the Greg DeMarco show, you, we did a theme where we had three wishes, three wrestling related wishes. And one of my wishes was I wish Bailey could get a do over. And I was wrong because all the work that she and Sasha have been putting in over, especially the past month, um, I feel like has 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 done her one one eighty when it comes to this new heel character, and it really that dynamic with Sasha was really needed in order to grasp this heel turn uh, to its full potential. So I was wrong as well. Uh, I, I'm only admitting that because. I said that on a podcast that was recorded. So it's, you know, out there for public statement or else I would have denied it till the day that I die. But uh, uh, again, I absolutely uh, agree with this dynamic. I agree. It's helped both of them in this resurgence of this career. And hopefully it only makes it that much more powerful when we see this inevitable split. So I want to jump into fighter fest real quick because Really, a lot of the matches I'm focusing on are, are the women's, and it's not intentional. It was just they did a really, really good job. And one that we talked about last week I do want to highlight was Hikaru Shida versus uh, Penelope Ford because this was one where we predicted it actually could be a really mm-hmm. great opportunity for Penelope Ford, and it absolutely was. I think she shined a lot in this match. She surprised me in so many ways that I did not expect. It was a... A, a really, really good match. And this is what they need in order to strengthen their women's division. I have been vocal about not being so high on the AEW women's division and the small steps that they're taking, like not having a multi-woman match like they do every week, focusing on singles competition is allowing individuals to shine. And when these individuals shine, when you do incorporate multi-person matches, it only will make them uh, as a entire division much stronger. Do you have the same thoughts on this match? Or, or, I, yeah, as far as the match goes, and, and I can't disagree with you on the division, and we talked about it last week, so I'm not going to go into that. Penelope Ford has progressed into 
as we get to watch her kind of grow and progress as a performer, she's progressed from she's progressed to that stage of having good matches with good people is what she's basically progressed to because there are people even on that roster who would go in there with Hikaru Shida and not deliver a great match. She went in there with a world-class competitor and put on a world-class match. And that is kind of the next step in Penelope Ford's progression in her evolution as a performer. And I, and we get to see it, you know, uh, the, the example I always use is Trish Stratus. Trish Stratus was a fitness model. Everyone talks about hall of fame or Trish Stratus she sucked when she first started wrestling and no one likes to admit it. And, and, and there's, so anybody can develop like that if they've got some skill, if they got some natural talent, if they got the, the will to improve all of that. And Penelope Ford is proving that she has that. And she showed to me on, on dynamite last one, I didn't watch it last Wednesday. I watched it after that, but she showed to me on dynamite that she has taken that next step in her progression and she deserves to be there. And, and she belonged in that ring, in that match on a marquee event, against the women's champion. And she proved that on Wednesday night. Another match, the, pretty much the only other match I do want to talk about is actually not the the uh, main event, even though that entrance uh, to the ring by Trent's mom in the minivan, I it brought me flashbacks. My mom has driven me to bars. When I was in college and I needed a ride before Uber was around, uh, you know, a lot of people relied on on our moms to take us everywhere. So I feel like that's a really big shout out to all the moms who took their kids everywhere. There are still moms out there who take their sons to their uh, professional wrestling shows. So shout out to, to all the moms out there. Uh, thank you from all the kids who uh, need to go to wrestling shows and our bars like, like me, I go to both. Um, not right now. Cause they're all closed, True. but in one day I used to, and hopefully one day in the future, the other match I do want to highlight is Private Party uh, versus Santana and Ortiz. Private Party won. And, and just this big shift now. So uh, in relation tonight to John Moxley is out of Fighter Fest. Uh, he is being pushed. This match between him and Brian Cage is being pushed back a week. Um, and that's actually due to a result of his current situation. Um, he is married to Renee Young. She tested positive uh, for COVID-19. So, you know, for safety reasons, um, he is is not in the vicinity. He is, you know, taking those safety measures and in, in order to uh be free and clear, and that's pushing this event back. So, uh, or that match back. So, instead of the uh, world championship match, we are now going to be having private party against uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Page for the tag team championships. Uh, and so, for me, the one thing I just want to know is that I'm very excited. Again, I, I'm a fan of private party. I, I like their charisma. I like their athleticism. I think they are the young blood that is needed in the tag division, and you know. You know, I appreciate what uh, AEW did with this uh, maneuvering, uh, not only just around the world title picture, but giving these young guys an opportunity to compete for these titles. I don't think they're going to compete. I think they're going to win. Oh, I think so. This is w- w- what you do, right? When in wrestling, when you have to replace one thing with another, you try to do something more than. And to me, private party has a lot of momentum. Private party has a ton of popularity. And I also think the, the young bucks who are booking the tag team division want to put that feather in the cap. Hey, look, we put our tag team championships on private party. Um, 
I think they ultimately end up around FTR, who can probably hold them for years and be amazing champions. But I'm a little biased towards the, the former revival. But at the same time, um, what FTR could stand for, formerly the revival. Fuck. I just figured it out. I cracked the code. There's so many things. Holy crap. Formerly the revival is the best one, though. But I honestly think this is where you put, and, and I'll, I'll go so far as to say, they'd be stupid not to put the championships on private party at this point. You're already teasing the breakup of Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Don't wait forever on it. I don't care there's no fans or there are fans, but they're not really fans, whatever. Um, I think the right decision here to put an exclamation point on Fighter Fest is to put the tag team championships on private party. That's my opinion no. as a booker. No, I, I agree. I am not been a, a huge fan of Kenny Omega and Adam page as the tag team champions. I don't feel like it's progressed the division any, I don't, I feel like they've had great matches, which is again, great. But when you are a company that's gone public to state that they are going to change the perception of tag team wrestling, that it's going to to have a not only a bigger stage for tag teams to compete, but it's going to have uh, more importance in a company than than maybe in, in previous companies. You know uh, that I I feel like by putting it on maybe an actual established tag team on a younger tag team can do wonders for, for the division. So uh, I feel, I absolutely agree. And I feel like it's a move that they should make. If not private party, hopefully another tag team soon. I'm just, I'm kind of over hangman and Omega. I, I just feel like it doesn't serve a purpose for their careers and it doesn't serve a purpose for those tag team champions. So anyway, I mean, since we're already talking about night two, let's jump into night two of fighter fest. And I personally am not going to go over all of the matches because again, I mean, everyone is talking about it. I'm just really going to focus on the matches that I find of most importance to me or what's going to be more entertaining for me. And one of them, cause I love stupid stuff. Chris Jericho versus Orange Cassidy. I mean, this has had stupid stuff written all over it, and I'm fine. I'm fine with it in a good way. Who knew that an Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho program would make this much sense, that it would actually go as smooth as it, it as it's been going? And by Orange Cassidy doing nothing, how much that upsets Chris Jericho. I also feel like there's some underlying tones. And we froze. Miranda froze again. She'll figure it out here in a second. But, oh, she's back. Go ahead. And I'm back. So Really, my job on this I, show is just to make the transition from Miranda Frozen to Miranda Frozen. That's all I do. Yes. Yes, that's all. So, uh, Greg, I was mentioning that I feel like this program between Orange Cassidy and Chris Jericho also has some lying, underlying tones regarding old school and new school of pro wrestling. Uh, Chris Jericho representing the old school uh, and, and Orange Cassidy being this, you know, new younger school that's a lot more relaxed and chill. And maybe that's infuriating new, like old school wrestling. I, I, I feel like that that is kind of a narrative in that. And I think that only makes the story a little that much more intriguing. What are like? What are you even? What are your thoughts? I'm very curious on this because uh, I, I know you have an appreciation for dumb stuff when it can be funny, but if also I know for you, like if it doesn't land, it doesn't land, and it's just dumb. I think this lands for me. Um, I agree with you 100. percent I can't. I think you're absolutely right. And and Chris Jericho is the perfect opponent for Orange Cassidy because Jericho can play the role that he needs to play. 
against Orange Cassidy. And, and Jericho can play almost any role. He's proven that time and time and time and time and time and time again. But this role against Orange Cassidy is perfect. And I think he's the perfect person to fight Orange Cassidy. I think he's the perfect person to elevate Orange Cassidy. Do I think Orange Cassidy should be AEW champion? Of course not. Do I think he should hold any championship in AEW? Probably not. He doesn't need to. He, he is a comedy act, but he's a comedy act who is over and, and who many fans have a soft spot for, including the person who dresses him for Halloween, Miranda Morales. So that is... is I thought you were going to say Tony Khan. Tony Khan dresses... <laughs> I thought you were going to allude to like his own boss being a mark for him. Well, he's a mark for uh, whatever. Um, so we've talked about that before on many, yes, many shows. Um, but no, I think this is the perfect way to use both guys. And I think Jericho was a good first world champion. That's now transitioned away. This is how you use him. You use him in ways that keep him over, but also get other people over. I hope he works with other people on in the mid card. I hope he works with Jungle Boy. I hope he, you know, I'm the minority who thinks Luchasaurus should be the take the stupid mask off of him. The dude actually has a good look. Could probably be a big, huge star, but he's stuck in a tag team dressed as a dinosaur. Jericho could elevate the hell out of that guy too. Like, there's just so many great things you could do. And Chris Jericho is is such a perfect tool for that tool in a good way. I know we often use tool as, as a bad word, but he a tool in, in actually you you know crafting things. And Chris Jericho is perfect in that role. And and I'm excited for this match. It's probably one of my favorite matches on this card. And I think that even though Jericho is probably going to win, although I could see Orange Cassidy pulling off an upset with a roll up or something like that, I think it's going to be crazy entertaining and might be the match that everybody's talking about on Thursday from Fighter Fest. And we're frozen. And we're back. No. Yes. And we're back. <laughs> and we're not. I'm, oh. I'm just going to keep. Uh, You're good now. I You're good now. Kept, I'm good now. I, the only thing that keeps me going are these cute little dimples. <laughs> that's like, that's the only thing that keeps me going right now when I experience technical difficulties. So, um, yeah, I, there's going to be some, some good material uh, around the internet uh, with this, some good gifts, some good memes, whatever it is. I don't, I don't care, you know, sell it to me. Cause I'll, I'll, I will buy it. Um, and you're, to me, this is really one of the most interesting matches on the card. There's several others, um, not necessarily a, a big follower of the storyline, but anything that involves SoCal uncensored, I'm, I'm sold on. I, I love them. I wish they were around a little bit more, maybe because of the current situation. We just don't get to see them as much with pandemic. I am not sure, but they had such a wonderful presence um, towards the, the beginning of the dynamite uh, time period that uh, I, I really want to see them every week. They're going to be facing Colt Cabana and the dark order. I'm not that to me, I've lost a little speed and momentum on that, but Again, super excited about uh, seeing SoCal Uncensored anytime on my TV. Um, and then we talked about them just a few minutes ago, FTR and the Young Bucks teaming together against the Butcher and the Blade and the Lucha Brothers. I'm very excited for the return of the Lucha Brothers. This is going to be some good tag team wrestling. I, to me, though, I mean, it could be a lot to handle in one match. This is one where you're going to have to keep your eyes on the screen at all times because you just don't know what's going to happen next. And that works for this match. That works for these eight guys. I hope we get to see 
I hope the Butcher and the Blade get some shine because they're yeah. They made this huge debut in AEW. We talked about it last week, and then they've been wasted ever since then. I think they're here to to eat the pinfall at the hands of F- out the hands of formerly the Revival. But I also think that they'll they'll have an opportunity to shine, and and they're both really talented performers. This is the kind of match that should be a car crash, and it will be a car crash, and I think it's going to be an entertaining car crash. To be honest with you, it will be an interesting dynamic because you have. Basically, four car crash wrestlers, two wrestlers who can do car crashes, and FTR, who is anti-car crash. And I think they're all going to play their role perfectly. And, and I think, you know, outside of Jericho and Cassidy, this is the other match that I think is, is going to, you know, possibly steal this show. I think it's going to be great. I honestly do. As much as I mm-hmm. rail against a tag team division in AEW, I think this match is going to deliver because you've got eight amazing performers six amazing performers in the young bucks whatever and i think it's gonna be great i really do i, I think everyone's gonna Ouch. shine and i think it'll be really really good i expect i have high expectations of this match and and but i also understand what i'm watching i want to make that perfectly clear that's that's something that i've been a big proponent of know what you're watching i know i'm going to watch a car crash bot fest that kind of ignores the rules of tag team wrestling going into this. And so I'm not going to complain about that coming out of it because I know what I'm about to see and I'm ready for suspension it. suspension of disbelief. That's what we got to do a little bit. And it's okay. Yeah. You're, you're, you're right. Knowing what you're going to get into with this match and being prepared for it. I think, you know, anyone would, would be able to appreciate and watch it that much more. And AEW has the components of great tag teams. You know, a lot of them are going to be on this particular episode of, 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 or this part two of fighter fest. So hopefully this is a new chapter once this match gets uh, kind of not out of the way, but once it actually happens and maybe the landscape of the tag team division will settle a little bit more and we'll get uh, maybe uh, we'll see that in the rankings, maybe in different programs set up. I mean, a lot of this does feel like FTR is eventually going to be going for those tag titles. And you're right. I think that it's, I think even though they've been there for just a short amount of time, they could easily, win those and make a, a really good run out of them. AEW has the components. I just hope they put it together uh, in, in uh, programs that, that make sense. Yeah, but you know I, what, I wanna, though? I do want to touch Go on ahead. that because you definitely yeah. could put the belts on FTR. The one thing about AEW that separates them from WWE is that your lineage in wrestling matters outside of AEW. So when you come in, you bring in whatever credibility you had. Whereas in WWE, you typically don't bring in whatever credibility you had. Uh, you know, AJ Styles, notwithstanding, you know, certain people, even like a Finn Balor, they come in, they acknowledge it, but then it's kind of forever ignored. Um, the revival is still, you know, FTR is still formerly the revival. People watch that. And the first thing that comes to mind is that's the revival. And I think that, you can put the tag titles on them sooner rather than later, and they're credible enough to do so, even if they haven't established that credibility in AEW, because AEW is not going to ignore someone's history because AEW hasn't been around long enough to have history to fall back on yet. They will eventually, yeah. and then they'll be able to use it. But right now, it's kind of like when WCW, they, they, you know, people came in from outside and, and used that credibility. And I think that's okay to do in the case with FTR. So I do want to jump into to NXT because honestly, those are the, the matches for me personally. I'm the most invested in for Fighter Fest. Part of me feels like I will continue to go back and forth between these two shows uh, on Wednesday night. And eight, 
NXT took a different approach with announcing the matches for night two of the Great American Bash. Uh, AEW released both nights ahead of time um, over the past few weeks, but NXT used a lot of time through last week's programming to build up to this week, which is a typical NXT. And actually, I think that formula worked for them um, because then you were able to also then add some airtime and build up stories. The one that I'm fairly excited for that developed last week was uh, the six-man tag match between Brizango and Drake Maverick versus El Legado de Fantasma, which is now the new stable for Santos Escobar, which used to be Ejol de Fantasma. And that storyline in particular has been fascinating to me because uh, I've talked about it, I'm sure, on this show, on any this your show regarding Latino representation in WWE and how I feel like it's kind of fell flat. It's been used in very gimmicky, um, borderline comical ways, and not in a good comical way. Um, to now have a new stable like uh, El Legado de Fantasma, and it really still touch on the roots of Lucha Libre, but also very purposefully trying to innovate that and to be something different to me was very impressive, but really the only place that it's going to work and survive and do well is NXT. I don't expect this on the main roster, not even the main roster, but of raw and SmackDown. I do expect better things from NXT. Um, And this whole six man tag continues from when Ejo de Fantasma or Santos Escobar beat Drake Maverick to win the uh, Cruiserweight Championship. So again, story building upon story. I think it's going to be an interesting six man tag. A lot more, I'm I'm more drawn between the interactions between Drake, uh, Maverick and Santos. But I also, speaking of stupid things, I love Brizango. I will always keep a soft spot in my heart for Prezengo because it's two beautiful vapid souls that just came together to form a tag team that you know didn't always make sense but when you know they came together they just made such good sense they're now coming back to NXT in a more serious tone which I I don't mind they've lost a lot of you know the comedy they want to be taken more seriously and that's fine but I, I will always have a soft spot for the fashion police That's my shout out to DJ Z right there uh, in this match. But I, I, it's funny you talk about Brizongo because, yeah, they're serious now. But here's the thing. The NXT tag team division needs them to be serious now because mm-hmm. the division's been a little bit depleted. And then there's a flip side of it. Fandango will just get hurt at some point, be gone for six months. And then when he comes back, there'll be comedy uh, again. So that's his no. career, though. That's his career. You can't argue that. That's all he's ever done is know, is is built himself up, gotten hurt, gone away, come back. And 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 you know what? It kind of works, especially with an act like Brizongo, uh, because you always get that pop when they come back. So he might – I don't want to say he might get hurt in this match because I don't want that to happen because I actually think he's a crazy talented performer. I remember when he made his debut against freaking Chris Jericho at WrestleMania and everybody flipped out yeah. over it. Um, but, but no, well, I that's think – That's why I also think – this this whole Orange Cassidy and and Chris Jericho thing doesn't seem so far fetched. I mean, the man lost to Fandango at WrestleMania. Yeah, and he hated it. Let's let's be honest. He said he, hate, he that's hated true. it. That's true. He did. But the trajectory of Orange Cassidy compared to Fandango is, I think, way different. Well, the world way, wasn't way ready different. for Fandango, and you know, six years ago, seven years ago, the world is ready for Orange Cassidy. That that's the big yes, difference. The world is if, ready. If Fandango we need happened Orange now. Cassidy. 
He's the hero that we we need. If Fandango was making his debut now against Chris Jericho, had that debut happened at WrestleMania 36 in front of an actual crowd, it would have been way better than it was at WrestleMania 29. So, yeah, that's just a big difference right there. But very excited about that. And now we are going to go into the main event. This is was the match they did announce ahead of time. It is the winner takes all match. NXT Championship against the North American Championship, or or pretty much the champion versus champion. The winner takes both belts. Greg, I know you have a lot to say about this. However, I'm going to use this time to enact my hashtag Miranda rights. Hang on, I got I got to find the buzzer. I got to find I got to find the button. I was ready to play something else, and and Mm-mm. it's won't not move. Hang my on. fault. It is my fault, actually. Where's yeah, the freaking sound? Here it is. It froze. You know, you, you can understand freezing because you do that on a routine basis. I, not not me. I, my Everything on my side continues to work well, so maybe it's actually your computer. Oh, I, have you ever thought about that, Greg, if it's your computer? Are you done? You real quick, you literally we talked about the Greg DeMarco show on the Greg DeMarco show about how like a lot of things are like it's all white guys fault. Like, how does that not come back? Like, and we just left it there and we didn't carry that on to here. It could be all your fault. Actually. It's not my fault. I mean, Zoom is I don't think Zoom actually isn't run by a white dude, so I don't even know what we can blame. Maybe your internet provider. I bet your internet provider is run by a white dude. Probably. Damn it. Yeah. So the hashtag Miranda writes for those of you who are new and you uh, haven't listened to these before. Well, you are in luck. The hashtag Miranda writes is when I pretty much require Greg to do anything that I say because it is my show. And that's his fault because he gave me this show. So it's really, again, all his fault. The hashtag Miranda writes means that Greg DeMarco, you have the right to remain silent. Not really. Anything you say or do will be used against you on this show. So Greg, I know you have a lot to say about this match and possibly the spoilers that are out there. Not, I mean, who knows what is that, what it all means, but uh, for any of you who may have not figured it out uh, yet, and if you haven't, I don't know what else to tell you. The signs are all there. Greg DeMarco is a huge Adam Cole fan, uh, has been for years. It's his Man Crush Monday. Uh, and, Every day. Uh, Every day. Favorite of, <laughs> favorite of all time. Uh, the greatest wrestler walking God's green earth. All, all of it. All of it. Uh, when I asked Greg about this match last week, he gave his honest answer. He was nervous about this. There you go. His PWI. <laughs> Adam Cole. What does that say? 2019. This is uh wrestler, wrestler of the year. Wrestler of the year. Wrestler not man of the, of the year. year. Not male wrestler of the year. Wrestler of the year because well, that's what Pro Wrestling Illustrated does. Yes. 2019 man of the wrestler of the year. I apologize. Wrestler of the year from PWI. Longest reigning NXT champion. Just had his birthday the other day. Going into probably the one of the most competitive matches of his his entire career. And, Greg, last week you admitted, yeah, that you were you were a little nervous, you were a little scared. Um, I'm sure you have a lot of feelings about this. However, 
due to time's sake, uh, I'm going. Since Miranda, since, since Miranda froze, I'm not muted. Becky Lynch, woman of the year. Adam Cole, wrestler of the year. That's some bullshit. If, That's some bullshit. <laughs> if you want to know more about that part of the conversation on Pro Wrestling Illustrated and their, you know, 500 list, 100 list, uh, please listen to this week's listen to this week's episode of the Greg DeMarco show. We explain it all or go on Twitter, but listen to the Greg, the Greg DeMarco show is, is a lot more entertaining. So as I've been trying to say is I know you have a lot of feelings and thoughts about this match. However, because of time, we're just running out of time, Greg. I'm, I'm only going to allow you to have five words that will allow you to express your thoughts on this match, Adam Cole versus Keith Lee, winner, take all. Five words? Five words. Adam Cole's going to lose. <laughs> Baby! Ah! <laughs> he's going to lose. Oh, yeah, he's going to lose. I really no, do. I, I don't take any excitement. I just, you know, uh, I just, I just wanted to to throw that in there. But, Can we talk uh, about the spoiler? I, I Can we talk about the spoiler? Yes, yes, please. Yeah. So I, somebody, so the, yeah, somebody who was there, one of the NXT talents, probably going to get fired. Posted a picture <laughs> on Instagram or somewhere of the celebration. All the confetti, of course, is red, white, and blue because it's it's you know Great American Bash. It's America. It's America. Yep, we got that. Got that sound bite too somewhere. But, but of course, that means Keith Lee winning the NXT Championship. Now, here's the only thing I can hang my hat on. They have been known to film multiple endings, and there are some rumblings yes. that they did film multiple endings. And if we're in the midst of a ratings war. Right, quote unquote. NXT has actually been beating AEW for the past few weeks and, and even widening that lead, which I think surprised them a little bit because week one of Fighter Fest on paper better than week two, and and although week two's got Chris Jericho and Orange Cassidy, so who knows? And the amazing eight person eight man tag match. I um, my hope is that they filmed multiple finishes and that we see the other one and that this is done as a red herring. If I'm using that right, who knows? People use it wrong all the time. And just really done to get people to tune in because of the spoiler. And then they're surprised by what happened. This happened before. They've actually done it on NXT before where they film multiple endings and, and really confused the live fans along with the fans on TV to tell a certain story. So it's very possible this actually ends with Adam Cole retaining the NXT championship. But I don't, I don't think it does. I think he's going to lose. I really do. I think it's. I think it's. I think yeah. it's Keith Lee time. I do. Yeah, I mean, it. it Adam Cole has been a great NXT champion, the best. longest reigning, the best. The apps. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. You had five words. <laughs> like that seven. was gonna happen. Not seven. Not five words. I uh, know. Uh, 
it, it, it's also a big turning point for NXT. I mean, when you have this transition to a new champion, it becomes a new chapter in NXT. And we also are living in a time of so much uncertainty, um, not only just for NXT, but in pro wrestling in general, that usually you could see the road ahead a little bit when you go, you know, get a new champion and what that means. If there is a transition from Adam Cole to Keith Lee as this champion, also as a double champion, you wonder, you know, what is it all for? What what is next? Um, and, and what does that mean for NXT? I think Keith Lee is fantastic, super gifted, just charismatic, you know, and, and a really good, even though uh adam cole's kind of been in this tweener role he's he's played you know heel but he's really fans you know are drawn to him more in as as a face um as a by face i feel like that's like your screensaver greg like literally adam cole's face um as it's your not screensaver it's not but it could be not today yeah it could might be. be tomorrow it's it's my notification tone on my phone that we've talked about Not only is it that soundbite, it's the same exact file <laughs> that, that, yes. that I just emailed to myself and saved it on my phone. Um, yes, it is. So, yeah, yeah it, I, I think that's, a, for me, kind of this big next what if now is if, if Keith Lee does become uh, both NXT world champion, NXT champion and uh, North American champion, what does that mean for both championships for for NXT in this new iteration for in, in this new line. Um, we got a tease several weeks ago from uh, Scarlett Bordeaux to Adam Cole with the the hourglass that time is up. Um, many people thought that Karen Cross was going to do the job, but if we do get that from Keith Lee instead, does that mean then Karen just jumps over to, to Keith Lee? I mean, there's so many what ifs, but very interesting what ifs. Another big what if is you know, or, or what happens next is what happens to Adam Cole? Does he stay in NXT or does this mean he makes a jump to Raw or SmackDown, which a lot of fans are more concerned about just of the track record of NXT champions jumping into Raw or SmackDown and kind of getting lost in the shuffle or things not translating as well as they did in NXT. As this big Adam Cole fan, is that a concern you do have? I mean, in one ways you have Adam Cole getting into a bigger spotlight, but does that also mean in some ways losing Adam Cole? No, I don't think it does. Um, I don't think he goes to Raw or SmackDown either, to be honest with you. Um, NXT is eventually, things are eventually going to get back to touring and fans and NXT is going to go on the road. And and I expected this to happen sooner and it didn't. And I think it's going to happen now. Either Adam Cole or the entire Undisputed Era is going to turn babyface, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, probably just Adam Cole, because I think you could move and you can transition into Bobby Fish, who's been tampered by injuries for half his career and and, and is eventually going to have to slow it down, although you couldn't tell by watching him. He could be the mouthpiece. He's an insanely good talker that's overshadowed by Adam Cole right now. You said it before. Adam Cole is over. Is over. We all know that he's over. He gets a babyface reaction. He's gotten a babyface reaction since the day he showed up. Only people that boo Adam Cole are the NXT talent in the audience that are told to. Other than that, no one boos the guy. They love him. If they weren't told to boo Adam Cole, they'd probably cheer him. And they still say the baby because that's what they have to do. Go back and watch oh, Takeover yeah. 25, which took place in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Cole was the babyface. Gargano was the heel. And everybody wanted Adam Cole to win. And, of course, he did. And then he went on the the, the unstoppable run that he went on. And eventually all those things have to come to an end. 
I think Adam Cole is going to turn babyface. I think the feud with Karrion Cross is going to do that. I don't think Karrion Cross jumps right over to uh, Keith Lee at all. I, I don't even know if Karrion Cross will be NXT champion because I think his most of his career is going to be spent on Raw or SmackDown. He's not really an NXT act, in my opinion. Um, and I think he'll end up up there, and, and who knows what happens at that point. All, all bets are off once you go to Raw or SmackDown. But I think that we're going to see, and, and maybe, you know, I'll be honest with you, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong, hell of a hell of a pairing. Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly, hell of a pairing. They've done it tons of times, especially in Ring of Honor, um, over the Ring of Honor World Championship. Even Adam Cole and Bobby Fish could be crazy entertaining matches they could put on. So even right there, you've got months and months of storytelling, plus Adam Cole versus a whole host of other people. Revisiting Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano with the roles reversed, very likely something you can do. So I think there's a lot you can do with Adam Cole as a babyface. And who doesn't want to love Adam Cole? Everybody wants to love Adam Cole. So I think he loses the championship, but then I do think he goes on a babyface run. In yeah, NXT. Is, you, yeah, and and I hope he does stay in NXT. I feel like NXT is such a good place for him. Um, the Raw and SmackDown are, are, you know, solid products. But what we've seen with NXT over the past few years, but especially now that they're on weekly television, is that you don't need to uh, go or in the term even graduate, move up. All of that terminology, too, has kind of uh, been... Uh, deemed extinct uh when it comes to moving uh to a different show because there's you know now nxt is truly being more part of the main roster or just part of the products now than they ever have been before so as before you know prior to the wednesday night wars with nxt just solely being on the network yeah it felt like a graduation when you did move up to the to raw or smackdown and they treated it as it such. still kind of is now let's be honest it's still kind of i mean it is but it used to be such a bigger deal you know yeah. and and now it kind of just it just kind of happens and as much as there would be some entertainment value added to raw or smackdown with adam cole NXT just continues to be such a good place for him. And when you're looking at counter programming, which is, you know, really what we these past two weeks are all about, Adam Cole is solid counter programming to AEW. Not only is he entertaining, but he's a really good wrestler. And that's really what Wednesday nights are about right now. It's about really good wrestling. And you got to keep one of the best really good wrestlers around. Uh, so I, I, I hope that they do. You know, I'm, I would actually. I'm going to be drawn to this match because I'm going to be fine with whoever ends up being uh, the double champ. I really yeah. do. Same, same kind of uh, what if too of Adam Cole wins and he gets both titles. Uh, you know, what does that mean for the North American Championship? How does he defend that? What does that look like? That's still entertaining enough for you me. You know what happens there, don't you? That's that's an obvious finger poke of doom. Like if Adam uh, Cole has a North American <laughs> Championship, that goes back to Someone Roddy. Might- Poof. One, two, three. And then you can do redo Roddy and Keith Lee again. Here's what I want to throw out there, right? You know, sometimes we, we fantasy book. Sometimes Miranda makes me fantasy book. I'm going to fantasy book real quick because you talked about what you do with Adam Cole. And we and it's a topic I want to write about, topic I want to talk about more and just haven't really had the chance to. Maybe we can if we pre-tape something for next week. I think Santos Escobar is the greatest thing to happen to the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. In a really long time. I think he has done more, without defending that title, has done more to elevate that title. It just looks more important when he's carrying it around. Facts. Turn Adam Cole babyface 
there would never be a better feud over the Cruiserweight Championship than Adam Cole versus Santos Escobar. Like that. And not only that, but but they're the two stables against each other. Like mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you got the Cruiserweight Champion in a position where he can main event NXT shows. And, and and you could use Adam Cole in that way while Keith Lee's off fighting Finn Balor and Johnny Gargano and, and who knows who. Um, even Karrion Cross, and, and which is a way better matchup than Adam Cole versus Karrion Cross, to be honest with you. Uh, plus, Tommaso Ciampa going to come back at some point. Like, there's mm-hmm. so much you can do. And I think that Adam Cole versus Santos Escobar is the best feud you could do for the Cruiserweight Championship when then anybody on the roster. I know all the Swerve fans out there are going to get mad, and, and and there's plenty that you can do with him too, but that's that you want to build the Cruiserweight Championship into a legit top-flight title, that's the feud you need right there. Adam Cole versus Santos Escobar with the underlying two stables feuding as well. Dude, that's just... You're going to do war games, right? We're going to do war games later this uh, year, whether it's in the Performance Center, whether it's somewhere else. So so I mean, good. find a fourth yeah. member pair somebody with with santos and the crew but like yeah it's just it's a license to print money to be honest with you like that mm-hmm. you could freaking main event shows with the cruiserweight championship which they've done they've made event tv shows with it they've never main evented like a takeover or anything like that they, they don't even put the cruiserweight championship on takeovers they still haven't done that no except for the world's collide one which doesn't really count you could really do so much. And, and so that's honestly, that's what I would do. I would turn Adam Cole babyface, turn the Undisputed Era, and that's the feud I want to see. It's a playlist thing. 100% I'm admitting it right now. It's on my playlist and I want to see it. And and I'm all I'm all about it. And I'm okay. If, if, if there's anybody that needs to end Adam Cole's ring, because it does have to end at some point. I know I joke that he's going to retire as the NXT champion, and he's not. I can't think of anybody better than Keith Lee either. So that's all I'll say about it. But if it happens, yeah. you heard it here first. Adam Cole versus Santos Escobar. Yes. Well, we know they're listening, Greg. They do. I mean, even You're though- welcome. That's for you, Triple H. You're <laughs> welcome. When that match draws and people love it. You're welcome. That's all I'm going to say. It's fine. Find this guy right over here. Well, we, I even joked with you last week how uh, AEW was listening to the show because they knew how much I love stupid stuff. And then the puppy bowl came about. And the episode wasn't even released yet, but I know. somehow they knew. We hadn't released the podcast yet, and somehow, which means they, they, they hacked into my system, which I'm worried about. But whatever. Yeah, I mean, those are concerns for other times. But Yeah, who's got time for that? Yes. Who got time for that? Yes. Well, hopefully everyone has time to watch AEW Fighter Fest and NXT Great American Bash. We will probably talk about it someday. Not sure when uh, due to scheduling. We'll figure that out. We, we'll figure it out. Um, but in the meantime, Greg, why don't we go ahead and, and pay some bills? Oh yeah, we gotta do that, don't we? Hang on, I gotta yeah. switch. I gotta switch folders. Gotta switch folders. Uh, yeah, I wasn't in that folder because I was too busy playing sound bites for other things than paying bills. Promotional consideration paid for by the following: Sierra Hotel, India, Echo Lima, Delta Shield. Hey folks, listen up, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog with products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Pins, stickers, illustrations. 
angrylemonade.net. This is my yard now. Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. That's powerslam.tv, promo code ShareShot, over 150 of your favorite promotions, and Combat Zone Wrestling, powerslam.tv, promo code ShareShot. Get a whole free month at powerslam.tv, promo code ShareShot. One month. Lucha-Masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you, in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to Lucha-Masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution luchadores. Stay safe in style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha-masks.com, powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. You just you just had to get one more in. Just you know. That might maybe not be the last time. That might not be no. the last one. Of course. It's my show. However, Greg still controls the button bar. So I, as much as I'd love to have control over certain things on my own show, I don't because I don't have control of the button bar. But that, you know what? That's okay. That's what makes this show all the more entertaining. And with that, well, we made it. Another edition of the Hashtag Miranda Show in the books. And by books, I mean laptop, and by laptop, I mean in the cloud. And in the cloud, I'm actually not sure what happens when things are in the cloud. But that's okay. That that means that you uh, have stayed tuned, you've listened, you've watched through this episode. So thank you very much for listening and watching. We will be back sometime in the future. Stay tuned. Make sure you are following thechairshot.com. Uh, online and of course through social media at Chairshot Media, you'll get all of the uh, updates on all of the podcasts on the uh, Chairshot Radio Network, and that's when you'll get to know well, when we post again. And of course, the Chairshot.com is your news source for pro wrestling, uh, also where you can find analysis, opinions, all the great stuff happening in pro wrestling. You can follow Greg at Chairshot Greg on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, not Tout, not MySpace. Uh, <laughs> Not Club Penguin. Not really. Just keep it to the core. Keep to, Not on TikTok, um, though that'd be hilarious. I'm Miranda Morales. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at the hashtag Miranda. Let us know your thoughts. Give us your feedback. And don't forget, also, because you can find this podcast and many others through different streaming sources of podcasts, such as iTunes, uh, Podbay, Spotify, you can subscribe, rate, and review. So please let us know how we're doing online uh, for Greg DeMarco. I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And don't forget to keep it soft style. Viva la raza! <laughs>